It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. I'm station manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we are the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcast, you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app. Search and favorite LTN Radio. On today's show, we're talking about several ways you might be getting scammed on a daily basis. Fun! We've also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, November 2nd, 2020, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. It is All Souls Day. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all the soul music. The day, it's, yeah, two days after Halloween. Two days, yeah. yeah. So, it's All Saints Day, right? And then All Souls Day? I believe that's the progression. Halloween, All Saints Day, and All Souls Day? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. No, that doesn't sound right. No, I thought it was... I thought... Yeah. (laughs) Are we confused? We are are confused. confused? (laughs) Go figure. It's nothing new. Okay, it's also All Saints Day. So All Saints Day and All Souls Day is the same thing. Oh, Okay. Well, hey, guess what? It's also All Saints Day. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> um, and it's also National Deviled Egg Day. Mm-hmm. Eh, I hate deviled eh. eggs. Oh, you know what? I am not a fan either. Yeah. Mm-mm. I like hard-boiled eggs. Heck yes. But I don't like... Isn't that weird? I don't like that weird... Because what do they mix it with? Mayo, mustard. Yeah, that's what I hate. I okay. hate I hate it that it's mixed with the two condiments that I loathe. Okay. Blech. That's fair. Okay. So if we made it with ketchup, you might. Oh no! Gosh, no! <laughs> just, just leave it an empty, an empty shell of a hard-boiled egg. You know, though, I do kind of wonder what it would taste like if we made the yolk mixture with ketchup. Because I, I mean, mean, ketchup and eggs, yeah, that's yeah, a standard people, thing. Exactly. So I mean, it would probably be fine, but bleh, just the thought. I know. I think that it would be something that that, like color-wise, it would be a mind over matter mm-hmm. thing. You would have to turn off all the lights like Bubba. (laughs) Turn the green ketchup scare of 99. Um, No, for for eggs, I like hard-boiled and I like like over hard-boiled, like where the egg yolk is gray on the outside. Mm. Like that's the kind I like. Nice and dry. (laughs) I'm actually the same way. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if if it's even slightly uh, moist in the yolk there, nope. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Same. Oh, thank you. Uh, I also eat my, de- not deviled, uh, hard-boiled eggs. You see, I this is what I love about our show. It's National Deviled Egg Day, and we said, forget <laughs> like, Forget that. deviled eggs. We got better eggs for you. <laughs> hard-boiled <laughs> eggs is where it's at. I will, like, peel very gently the egg, 
part and take out the yolk, eat the egg, and then eat the yolk separately. Same. Really? Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time I will do that separate things. Because they're two different textures at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. And they don't need to mix. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey. I douse them in salt as well. Do you douse them in salt? Yes. Yeah. And pepper, though. Pepper sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, definitely salt. Eight years later, and we are still finding out ways that we (laughs) We are. We are the same human being. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mo, what's been going on in your life? Uh, I feel like probably the same thing that's been going on in yours. Oh, what's that? We had a snow week. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was... It was nice, but it it kept promising more, and it never got there. Oh. So we, it was it lasted like three days. We had like a little, few flurries that first day. Mm-hmm. It's all it's coming. Mm-hmm. Here's some frozen rain. Here's some flurries. Here's a well, little bit of Well, we woke up Monday to yeah. I don't want to say it was covered, but there the dusting. We had the dusting on Monday morning. Yeah. 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 Like you can still see the ground. It wasn't really on the on the roads or anything, but it was a nice little sneeze of snow. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tuesday we woke up in a good layer. Mm-hmm. A solid layer. Yeah. Still not super deep or anything. And they kept saying, like it started off, we're gonna get like three to six inches. Mm-hmm. Then by Tuesday they said we're gonna get six to twelve inches. Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning came around. Three, three inches, maybe four in some places. But then Wednesday evening rolls around, and we all get a blizzard, blizzard warning. warning. <laughs> and then literally nothing happened after that. Thursday a morning, couple flurries. We woke up, and everything, everything was, gone. was gone. Everything was melted. Uh, it, the only way that I can still verify that there was snow is that i had that brown pile on the top of my car from (laughs) where snow sat yeah yeah so what's stupid about new mexico and has always been stupid and i remember this even when i was a kid is that they get so scared of snow in this town that they cancel everything prematurely and so sunday night rolled around where we barely had a forecast for any real snow. And they're like, we're, we're going to delay school for two hours on yeah. Monday. Well, we all woke up Monday like, why? Nothing happened. Then we get to preemptive, you know, we're going to, Monday night, we're going to delay school on Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. We wake up Tuesday. Most of it's already off the roads by, you know, 7 o'clock when we wake up. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not bad. But we all get the message, yeah, we're canceling, canceling the whole day. Seriously? We can drive. We don't need chains on our cars to get to the school. And then, yeah. I mean, Wednesday they got it off anyway because it's their mental health day. But we didn't get it off. That's what kills me. (laughs) From a teacher's perspective, I was in meetings all stinking day Wednesday. (laughs) All day. I will say... What is more... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. What is more silly is that... Nearly everybody, every other grade, every other school is all online anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, some elementary su- students, mm-hmm. like a third maybe of the elementary students at each elementary here were going on Monday and Tuesday. But everybody got canceled. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of students could have done it online. Any of those kids could have gone online as well. Yeah. But uh, they uh, just canceled it for everybody, which is weird. Yeah, it is weird, but there are a lot of our teachers who 
have to work from the building for one thing or another. Yeah, I figured that's probably yeah. why. And so in that case, I you cannot read through any of our neighborhood, our neighborhood, our town slash neighborhood Facebook groups without doing like a massive eye roll because we've got all these people that are like, what? All the schools are virtual anyway. Why are we canceling school? Well, first of all, not all the schools are virtual. Elementary schools are hybrid. And second of all, just because your kid stays home doesn't mean that the staff members stay home. (laughs) We also have cafeteria workers because for breakfast and lunch, all meals are being provided at every school. Um, Maintenance workers who still come in and clean. So... Just think outside the box, guys. It's not just about your kids and you wanting to get them out of the house for a day. But Have we, a snow but day we with also, your kid and enjoy it. But we also it. did. We also did want to get them out of the house. See, and I was the total opposite. I went to bed Sunday and I was like, yes, we already have a two-hour delay. I'm sure we're going to cancel. I woke up, got a two-hour delay. I woke up late to get to work because I thought for sure I'm going to wake up and it's going to be canceled. <laughs> so I have to be there at nine 30 and my tail didn't roll out of bed until nine o'clock. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't know what's happening. Hey, look, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And then Wednesday Very with the promise happened. of a blizzard, I'm like, yes, no school. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I am looking forward to Christmas break now though. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Took my boys out to play in the snow Wednesday afternoon, just before it started like started melting. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, so it was getting a little bit warmer, so you weren't as frozen. Yeah. And uh, played out for a nice hour. It was covered on our trampoline. They both jumped up on there and just flopped around in the snow on mm-hmm. the trampoline for a while. It was really fun. We threw snowballs at our house. Made a nice little Jackson Pollock snowball wall there. Yeah. It was good. It was a good time. Not something you do a lot in New Mexico. Uh, definitely not often an October thing. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did look back in my memories and last, last year, year too. Yeah. yeah. Last year, the first snow was, uh, just a couple days before, yeah. uh, where it was here. Yeah. Okay. But I got to tell you, I did get a message from Samantha Monday that said, Hey, are we going to the Vassars tonight? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did not even hint at announcing that this year Man. they were not ready i told her a, i said i say we just go a covid party why not <laughs> <laughs> show up with something white to yeah eat. typically typically every year it was a tradition it, it didn't start with those are my in-laws by the way uh it didn't start with them it started with another family in our church uh and it was usually it was mostly for the youth group but uh eventually adults started coming too and every year Whatever day the first snow happened, whether it was a flurry or if it was like a, you know, a blizzard, if it happened before 5 p.m., then at 7 p.m. that night, you'd go to their house, you'd bring a a white food of some sort, Mm -hmm. uh, and that would be your entry fee, and you get in, and they just have like a get-together, a little party. Yeah. One time, I remember when I was a youth, we'd play football out in the snow in the yard and and whatnot. It was a good time. Uh, And... Those people eventually left our church, and the Vassars took over that that uh, job. And this is the first year that we haven't had one. Last year, though, last year that snow came out of nowhere. Yeah. And they were not prepared. <laughs> and they had to... Because, ru- I mean, never 
it never has happened as they've done it this early. Yeah. Never before Halloween. And so they're like, we don't have Christmas stuff out. We don't have anything ready for this party. We got Halloween decorations everywhere. Yep. None of our activities are going to make any sense before <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> it's true. But uh, it was still a good time. Yeah. But now it's COVID, so everything's ruined. Everything's awful. <laughs> I'm digging my heels in. Just saying. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, are you being scammed? There's more Back Row Morning Show in just a few. Stick around. <laughs> back Row I do my best to to be my own man and uh, go by the beat of a different drummer and nobody gets me and they're always putting up walls and I'm always tearing them down just breaking down barriers that's what I do all day so a coffee in the last episode of the first season of the office we see both Michael and Dwight battling for the affection of the purse girl a solicitor who comes in to sell purses in the office, which Michael only allowed after seeing her and being attracted to her. Michael puts on this facade of someone who is always tearing down barriers throughout the day. And, you know, maybe he does sort of believe that that's who he is, but it's clear he's putting on a show. Dwight puts on a show by pretending he's actually interested in buying a purse for his own use. Thanks to another prank by Jim. Not only are both these men entirely infatuated with this woman pretty much on sight, they're already beginning to plan out their future lives with this woman they hardly know. Sometimes life can be captivating like that. Something, it doesn't have to be someone of the opposite sex, but something is in our path that we feel like we don't deserve as ourselves. That we need to put on a facade, we need to put on a show, we need to puff up our chest a bit. Lie, in other words. No, I don't believe that. Believe it or not, we do it all the time. And while the act of building ourselves up to look better than we really are might be rooted in our lack of self-esteem, the idea that we have that no matter what we present outwardly, everyone else is going to believe it, that is rooted in our pride. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. And of course, Matthew 23, 12 reminds us that whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. God is clear in those verses and so many others that he wants us to act in a spirit of genuineness and humility. I'm not saying you have to show off all of your warts to every person that you encounter, especially somebody that you're interested in dating. Goodness gracious, no. But what I am saying is that anytime we put ourselves on a false pedestal because of our lack of self-esteem, but fueled by our pride, we are destined to fall and come crashing down hard. Genuine humility. Just do it. Nike. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Cool. 
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we would love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Uh, before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Whoop, whoop. Uh, about deviled eggs. Hey, hey. The things we hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and the facts are going to be lacking. Lacking? Lacking. <laughs> I just really wanted to do something about deviled eggs and, you know, there's only so many facts <laughs> so about them. How many, how many interesting factoids can there be? <laughs> I think I have found all, all five. five. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, The word yolk is derived from the old English word meaning yellow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Deviled eggs should be kept chilled at all times and need to be consumed within two days of preparation. They can last two days? Two days. That's actually surprising in the opposite direction for me. Yeah. Okay. That was surprising in your opposite direction for my husband. He was like, oh my gosh. I've ate deviled eggs like a week later. (laughs) Treading a thin line there, buddy. (laughs) He's still alive. Right? The deviled egg originated in ancient Rome. Prepared much like they are today, they were actually served at the beginning of most meals. Isn't that how they're... I mean, I've only really encountered them at church potlucks, and so they're usually seen as a... They're a side dish. Like a side dish. Yeah. Yeah. That's typically how we have them as side dishes, not really as an appetizer. I guess they technically would be an appetizer, wouldn't they? I mean, when you think about it, like if you it go to a party sense. where it's yeah. not like a buffet, but they're an hors d'oeuvre, yeah, yeah. Um, Sonia Harris holds the record for eating sixty-five hard-boiled eggs in six minutes and forty seconds. Oh my gosh! I know that's that is ten a minute. Ten a minute. <laughs> I know. She's got to just be like swallowing them, you right? Think? Whole because you could. Right? Because, I mean, they're almost gelatinous at that point. That makes my throat hurt just thinking about it. (laughs) And lastly, the term deviled dates back to the 15th century, referring to the use of particularly hot spices while cooking. Uh, We only have angeled eggs at our potlucks. Thank you. All right, Pamela. That's my mama, by the way. Those are my facts. Good facts. Good they facts. Were hard at Actually, mind. a little, a little bit more uh, interesting than than you led us to believe. Good. I'm glad you found yeah. you felt that way. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, 2020 has been a year full of paranoia, no doubt. We trust no one, not even our own electronic assistants. Well, great news. You're actually far too trusting because you are being scammed maybe every day in several small ways. Are you ready for this list? I'm listening. All right. First of all, time is running out. It's not really running out. Advertisers know that creating a sense of urgency makes you way more likely to purchase because you wouldn't want to miss out on a good deal. Many online stores like booking agencies, clothing outlets are experts in creating a sense of urgency of a limited time sale. That's just a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend there's a limited amount of time or a limited amount of products left. They just want to pressure you into making a decision quick. Oh, what if I come back tomorrow and it's not here? Or what if the sale's over? Mm-hmm. It's going to be there, guys. Chill out. 
<laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Toothpaste. The amount of toothpaste that you use is excessive. How much toothpaste do you put on your toothbrush? Uh, the length of my toothbrush. That is or far too much. My bristles. The bristles, the whole, t- <laughs> the whole toothbrush. Skim the stern, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure my, my hand and my fingers are exfoliating with the toothpaste while I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, far too much, far too excessive. But you're not to blame. You really only need the size of a pea. Okay. On there. But you're not to blame because the ads and the packaging show... The full length of the bristles. Oh, they show like the whole curve. Right, a whole. <laughs> it's like they're frosting a cupcake. Yeah. On the top of that thing. <laughs> uh, but the truth is, actually, uh, your toothbrush will accomplish about ninety percent of the job on its own. Mm-hmm. And if you, the only real reason that we use toothpaste is to deliver fluoride. And so, if you use a fluoride mouthwash, you mm-hmm. can just brush with water. And use the fluoride mouthwash, the and it will be the exact same results. I actually knew this. Yeah. I had a friend whose daughter would gag on, on toothpaste. toothpaste. And the dentist said, you know what? Just let her brush with water and have her rinse with the mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> so here we go. Here's one that we, that we fall for every day. Every day. Show. National, quote-unquote, holidays. We're not talking about federal holidays that are recognized by the government. Talking about days like National Donut Day, National Pizza Day, National Coffee Day, National Deviled Egg Day. We often see these on social media, or you hear them here on the show, (laughs) and it's all really a ploy to get consumers to buy their products. It's National Donut Day. I have to go get donuts. I mean, that's... I mean, yeah, right? It works. It it's does a, it's work. a marketing campaign absolutely. that absolutely works. I even told my first graders <laughs> on National Ice Cream Cone Day, now you guys go get an ice cream cone if mom and dad say it's okay, but go go get one. <laughs> Sorry, parents. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, portion sizes. Portion sizes are another thing. We're not talking about food specifically. We're talking about like uh, items that you use like uh, laundry detergent. Alka-Seltzer, shampoo, uh, how much you need is actually dependent on many factors. I'm about tired of this list telling me that I'm doing things all wrong. (laughs) So I learned the laundry detergent one a couple years ago, and uh, it's all, I mean, it's all moot now that most of us are using pods. You're using a pod. They put more than you need in the pod. But uh, that's just to ensure that you're using more than you need. We are recovered from using the pods. We don't use them. You don't use them anymore? No, because the liquid smells so much better. It really does. You use the liquid. We never... Well, yeah, we did use liquid. Anyway, the liquid, what you need, how much you usually fill a cap? Like two inches? No, I ain't going to tell you. Inch? Mm -mm. Needs about uh, three quarters of an inch to an inch is typically all you need. I mean, why do they give you uh, a cap cap. if it's not for a cap full? (laughs) Yeah, you definitely don't need a cap full. (laughs) Uh, Alka-Seltzer... This was a story I think we talked about maybe in the past. Uh, I just, I remember it. Maybe we didn't talk about it here, but um, Alka-Seltzer has that famous jingle, plop, 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 fizz, fizz. fizz. And in the commercial, you always see him drop two Two Alka-Seltzer flavored tablets. You only need one. Oh my gosh. Using using two is is, uh, excessive. 
One will do the job just fine. Why in have most people cases, been lying to me all my life? Because they wanted to raise the sales of Alka Seltzer. That's fair. <laughs> and I it can't worked. say that I blame them. It though. has worked ever since that campaign came out. Wow. People always put in two, and they don't need to. <laughs> and of course, wow. shampoo. You don't need as much as you use. It's hard to judge. It depends on who you are, I guess, uh, and how much hair you have. I feel like ladies have a harder time judging exactly how much shampoo they need, especially if they are the type of people that tend to let their hair length vary widely throughout their life. Why are you looking at me right now? Because you're a lady and you're the only person I'm talking to. Oh, and also, not, I have no hair. You're not picking on me because I let my hair go really long and then chop it off and then let it go really long and then chop oh, it off. Oh, so my wife oh. does too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anywho, what Sorry. else we got here? <laughs> uh, okay, so this is one I feel like uh, we talked about with your son. Oh. Wearing name brands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a scam. Of course Wearing it is. Overpriced name brand clothing where only dec- the only decoration or main feature is the brand name written on the clothing. It's just a faux status symbol that has been built up to mean something. So I can kind of believe this one, but I've also bought name brand and non-name brand clothes. And as far as them holding up, Name brand does last longer. Yes, but there are other uh, higher quality brands. Because typically when people think name brand versus non-name brand, they think like actual name brand clothing and Walmart clothing. Yeah. And that's not exactly the thing. Yes, Walmart clothing is made cheaper. That, But you can get clothes from you know department stores, Dillard's and stuff like that, that are like a Dillard's brand, mm-hmm. which are cheaper than the name brand, but they are not cheaply made. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. And they're not plastered with any, you know, logos or anything, but they will be quality and they'll last a long time. Yeah. This is not a plug for Dillard's, but you know what I'm saying. Insert your department store here. Yes. Whatever's still open. Is JCPenney even open anymore? I don't think it is. Not here, it's not. Yeah. Belk? <laughs> I don't know if Belk is open. Well, I don't even know what Belk is. Belk is more of a s- Eastern. Okay. The Bonton. That's a Northeastern department store. Bonton? Bonton. Yep. Well, listen, we got some Pennsylvania listeners out there that are like, yo, Mo, just shout it out, Bonton. Yep. You're welcome. All right. The last one we'll go over in this segment is green packaging on food. Clever green design and packaging may lead people to see nutrition-poor foods in a healthier light. For some reason, we have been conditioned to believe that if something has a green stripe or a green color, that it is healthier for you. And I think it started with the organic stuff. Because the organic stuff originally, and I think most cases still do, have that green label. Mm -hmm. But now anything that they're labeling as natural or organic or pure or anything like that has a green tint to it. Reduced fat, that's another thing. Reduced fat usually has a green label. I think that's probably where it started was reduced fat. Reduced fat products usually have a green label as well somewhere. And it's all to make you think that this is better than everything else. And it's, in most cases, a trick. Talking to you, America. (laughs) I'm the exception to this rule. I don't buy anything that's green. That's the thing. I see green and I think mold. That's I, I think it's gone bad. So green, like, nope. Green. I was going to say green turns me off, but whatever. <laughs> it, I will not buy green for food. 
How about that? Yeah. Uh, alrighty. We're going to take a break there. We have a lot more of that, though, that we will go through. So I'm sure you're all I'm sure you're all super excited to find out how often you're getting scammed in this life. Uh, and so we, we've got more. We'll, we'll go over a little bit more. Yeah, we'll talk about it in just a few when <laughs> the Back Row Morning Show returns. <laughs> What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Also, beginning this week, you can now find us uh, through your Alexa, through your your Echo devices. Go to your uh, Alexa app and search in your skills for LTN Radio, and then from there, on, you can simply say, Alexa, play Love Thy Nerd, and it'll turn on LTN Radio for you anytime, any day, 24-7. Stay up to date with our shows. Enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout the day, too. We're going to play a quick round of Who Said It before we get back to our main topic. This is quickly becoming my favorite game. Really? Good. I'm glad. So this time I've got quotes from Batman in the Batman movies, and okay. I believe this spans all of the like live action, Batman? live action oh, Batman. Okay. My bad, sorry. Quotes from live action Batman, or Wait. quotes from Lego Batman. Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Lego Batman. Great, I'm not gonna uh, know this at all. <laughs> I'll read a quote. Mo's gonna guess which is which. Play along at home. Now this one is timed, uh, so we have twenty quotes and five minutes to answer them all. All right. Are you ready? Why did I say this is quickly becoming my favorite game? I spoke too soon. Here we go. Number one. Bruce, Lego Batman. Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. Uh, Batman Lego or Batman. Lego Batman? Correct. I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. Lego Batman. Wrong. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Ah, Lego Batman. <laughs> Gotham needs a hero with a face. Oh, gosh. Lego Batman. Wrong. <laughs> what are you trying to prove? That deep down, everyone's as ugly as you? Seriously? <laughs> Batman. Good. People need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy. Batman. Correct. To the Batmobile. <sighs> Batman. <laughs> Wrong. I saved the city again today. I think you would have been really proud. Lego Batman? Yep. Robin? As in the small Midwestern frail bird? Lego Batman. <laughs> Get a bunch of bad guys together to fight bad guys? That's a terrible idea. Lego Batman? <laughs> yeah. I like to fight around. 
Lego Batman? <laughs> I have aged phenomenally. Lego Batman. <laughs> Bats frighten me. Lego Batman. Wrong. Oh. Criminals aren't complicated, Alfred. Batman. You're not the devil. You're practice. Batman. Sometimes the truth isn't good enough. Batman. Then I guess we'll just have to wing it. Lego Batman. Accomplice, I'm going to tell them the whole thing was your idea. Oh, gosh. Lego Batman. <laughs> Wrong. Mm. You're garbage who kills for money. <sighs> Batman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, who's that? Sounds like a cool guy. Lego Batman. <laughs> Good job. Not only did you get it in under two minutes. Wow. You got 75% of them right. You got 15 out of 20 correct. I think I was having a panic attack through that whole thing. (laughs) Wow. I'm kind of proud of myself right now. Uh, yeah. Although about 50% of the ones that I guessed wrong on, the second that I said it, I was like, no, that's wrong. (laughs) Well, the interesting one to me was to the Batmobile. Yeah. And see, that's why we had to specifically say this is Batman from the Batman movies Mm -hmm. and not from the TV show. Because it did say that in the TV show, that old 60s TV show, 70s, whatever it was, uh, TV show all the time. But it did not happen in any of the movies. Interesting. (laughs) Oh... Yeah, I like to fight around. (laughs) I have aged phenomenally. (laughs) See, and it doesn't help that you sounded like Lego Batman the entire time you were reading it. So I could hear Lego Batman. (laughs) Wait, that's not right. (laughs) Uh, Bruce Wayne, who's that? Sounds like a cool guy. (laughs) Yep, fun stuff. I think my favorite one was, you're not the devil, you're just practice. What movie was that from? I don't. I wanted to know what villain he was talking to. I feel like that might have been the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Really? But I don't know for sure. Okay. I didn't list Hmm. which one. Interesting. It doesn't sound like it was from the the Christopher Nolan trilogy. I really don't think. The Dark Knight trilogy. Somebody Um, knows that's listening and they're very disappointed in us <laughs> this is a the, this is on a nerd radio station mm. <laughs> and you are currently wearing a batman, and I'm wearing a batman <laughs> <laughs> oh what a disgrace matt what a disgrace <laughs> <laughs> you're not my greatest enemy <laughs> superman is he's not a bad guy <laughs> well then i would say i don't currently have a bad guy i like to fight around (laughs) (laughs) i love the lego batman movie i hate them nobody else likes the lego batman movie batman movie that i know of uh even my kids don't like it my (laughs) wife doesn't like it i love it i just don't like any of the lego movies at all i love almost all of them Mm -mm, i'm not a fan i even love the lego ninjago movie that they came out with and i've never seen that series that ran i'm not normally interested in ninja based things but that movie was hilarious Mm. love it Mm -mm. love it it's because we that's one way that we we talked about it last hour how we find ways every single time that we're together how we're similar the one consistent way that we differ is movies that's true that's true Hey, I watched Haunted Mansion, Mansion, 
the other day mm-hmm. per per your previous recommendation. Yeah. Uh, that movie was made for kids, right? Yeah. There was a scene that lasted for what felt like 15 solid minutes of the most disgusting zombie dead body people rising from the dead and chasing Eddie Murphy and the kids that I thought to myself, I'm creeped out now as a 35-year-old. <laughs> if I had seen this as a child, I would never leave my room. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of the movie, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, it's an all right movie. It's funny because it's Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. but it's not like best Halloween movie ever. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. Not even in the top top tier of Halloween movies, but it was all right. Yeah. Taking taking something that was an already established property with the Tower of Terror or whatever, mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion, whatever it's called, all that stuff, yeah. and trying to make a movie out of a story that didn't really exist. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they they did a good job. Yeah. Our friends were trying to figure out what Halloween movie to show their kids for the first time. Yeah. This weekend, this past weekend, and she was going back and forth between Haunted Mansion or Nightmare Before Christmas. And I was like, (sighs) dude, that's not Nightmare Before Christmas, 100%. That's not a debate. If you're going back and forth between Nightmare Before Christmas or Haunted Mansion, no. Nightmare Before Christmas takes the cake every time. Sorry. (laughs) I watched that as a kid, too, and it creeped me out. Really? Yeah. And I don't really like it now. And I think what? it's just be- I think it's just because I got it, it it got tainted for me when I was a kid. And so I have I, I yeah. also I don't really enjoy that 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 style of claymation. Oh, see again once I love Tim Burton. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I enjoy that style of movie. Okay, Tim Burton's movies I enjoy. Yeah, it's the claymation animation that I don't like. Okay. there's something that makes my skin crawl about it. Same thing happened with James and the Giant Peach, and um, what was that Frankenweenie or whatever that came out a, a couple years yeah. ago, a few years ago. I'm not a fan of Frankenweenie. I mean, this is all of it. Corpse Bride. That was another one along Coraline. the same lines. Uh, yeah, just oh, ugh. yeah, just makes my skin crawl. That's fair. Yuck. Hey, Matt. What? How are we being scammed? <laughs> like, I'm trying to fill some time because the show's going really fast. <laughs> it's no longer Halloween. I don't know why we're talking about Halloween. Uh, we're in November. That's true. I'm we just... can start talking about Christmas now. Okay, the reason why I'm clinging to Halloween is because tomorrow is election day, and frankly, uh... <laughs> That's fair. I'm so tired. I'm so tired already. Hey! What? Okay, I told you last week how i'm now working with a kinder class right kindergarten yeah yeah kinder and first grade but it's a in live kinder class anyway so my kinder teacher came up with the two best candidates ever for president Mm mm-hmm yep i mean there's already a book about each of them and so we're allowing our kinder students to vote on who they want to be president between duck for president do you remember that book? Oh, I'm so disappointed in you right now. Or <laughs> my teacher for president, which her name is Ms. Robertson. So you either get to pick Ooh. duck or my teacher. And they're far better than what? the options we have what? currently. What is duck for president? It's a book. <laughs> is my teacher for president a book as they're well? They're both books. I okay. literally said that. But you also said, uh, which is named this, your, oh, your her, teacher. Oh, 
no, her name. In That's the her book. name in the book. Yeah, okay. I thought you were saying your teacher, like your. No. The one in your class. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of nor read any of those books. So either of those books. But I'd vote for the duck. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Duck only wants one thing. Peace and bread. Wait, that's two things. <laughs> bread. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Ways you're getting scammed. <laughs> uh, this moves on. Uh, moves on. This this plays on the last one we talked about at the last hour where we talked about the green packaging and foods. Yeah. Now we're talking about natural foods. The natural food movement is an entire scam. There's a marketing technique called inclusion, and it works like this. Companies advertise their particular product in a certain way, which is probably true of all similar products in the aisle. But by mentioning it, you give the buyer a cause for alarm about the competition. So if you go and you see two cereals that are two different brands, but they're pretty much the exact same cereal, have most of the exact same ingredients, if they put natural ingredients on the front of the packaging... Made with real honey. Yeah. Stuff like that. You are more likely to buy that because you're like, well, it's got to have less chemicals and you're not going to check the ingredients or compare them. You're just going to be like, it says it right there. Natural ingredients. <laughs> no artificial colors. <laughs> also a scam. Notice how that didn't last very long. They took all the artificial colors out of cereals and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then people stopped buying cereal. <laughs> so they put them all right back in. <laughs> and then at that point, nobody said boo about it. <laughs> Did you say nobody said boo nobody about said it? Nobody said boo about it. You never no, heard that no, phrase? I've never heard that what? phrase. I think you're being scammed. <laughs> no, I specifically remember that with tricks because tricks are like the flamboyantly rainbow colored cereal have always have been. Mm-hmm. And then it, they took all the artificial colors out. And so all they had was like, like a flat purple, a dim red and a dim orange. Oh, I do remember That's that. all they were. And nobody wanted to buy them anymore. They yeah. weren't vibrant. They didn't look tasty. Which, in reality, they probably were better for you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you do what Whatever. you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, company's going to do what they got to do. Company's going to do what they got to do. Mm, mystery flavors. Mystery flavors are all a scam. Now, we've talked about, in the past, the Dum Dum mystery flavor. Do you remember what the Dum Dum mystery flavor is? Mm-hmm. I do. Weren't you disappointed when you found out? No. No? Mm-mm. Somebody was disappointed. Probably. Dum uh, Dum Mystery Flavor is simply just the last little bit and the first little bit of the two different flavors next on the little uh, cue mm-hmm. of sucker making. Why are you shaking your head? No, you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> Show prep. Show prep. <laughs> That's why I'm shaking my head. Oh, it's one of your facts in the future. I just stole it's one of your facts. It's a future fact. <laughs> it's one of those facts for a future day. I have stolen from her. But we'll pretend like this is, it'll be the first time we heard it. <laughs> like, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Uh, <laughs> See, and I was even going to preface it with, you know, this is a this is a fact that we talked about on our previous show, but since since we've moved over to LTN, we can share it here now because it's been a while, and <laughs> I'm sure we have new listeners, and this is a 
really great, cool fact. And you stole it from me. <laughs> How dare you? I, I did, and I'm sorry. Uh, so essentially what they have here is that they have taken what would essentially be called scrap uh, food in any other production line. Yeah. And made it a feature. Uh, they've yeah. called the, they've called the bug a feature. <laughs> it's now a special edition. It's a mystery flavor. Uh, Jelly Belly also does that. Kit Kat in other countries has done that. Really? Uh, the ones like in Japan that has like yeah. a billion different flavors of it. We're oh, we, st- we still we're getting more and more Kit Kat flavors here in America. Like but every we're month, the garbage ones. But they're all the garbage ones. They yeah. never stick around. Kit Birthday Kat has like a gl- wall full I, of flavor. Yeah. And they're all great internationally <laughs> flavorful yeah anywho dumb dums it works except when you get like a like root a beer butter- and pina colada <laughs> butterscotch and great blue raspberry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know do they at least take that into consideration like i when don't they- know they, they maybe yeah i mean i really don't know I would assume they would. I was assuming, like, don't put this one after this one. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, I don't know. Maybe they don't. Hmm. Um, now, not all mystery flavors fall into this category, like Airheads mystery flavor. It's it's really just a it's a concoction of flavor that they made that does not taste like any specific fruit, but it tastes good. Yeah. And so they call it the white mystery flavor. Yeah. You'll never figure out what the flavor is because it's not a flavor of anything that you know or recognize. It's blue raspberry. (laughs) It's not blue raspberry. There is a blue raspberry one, (laughs) and I throw it in the trash if I ever get a pack. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the special editions that come out from, like, Peeps, I think for the last couple of years have come out with like three mystery flavor peeps and Oreo for the last couple of years has come out with a mystery flavor Oreo package. How come I haven't tried those? But those yet? are, I've never been able to find them here. Okay. We've, uh, the last, last year when they, I think the Oreo came out, I was going every dang day to our Walmart and to our Albertsons and to our Walgreens looking for these mystery flavor Oreos. I don't even think. You remember how we did that whole Oreo tasting that one time and we had all the different flavors? Yeah. yeah. Do they even have those anymore? There's still a good amount of them, yeah. Uh, I think it's pared down lately just because of COVID. Oh. Like most other things. Even Coke. Coke, you know, Coke is dropping like 200 flavors of things throughout their drink products. Just because they can't keep up with the production anymore. That makes sense. Because of COVID. Yeah. I hate covid <laughs> i'll just say it's it. going till 2022 everybody buckle up that's what fauci said <laughs> he put that voodoo on us <laughs> be quiet it'll hear you and get ideas <laughs> uh, all right marked down discounts <laughs> ever thought you had to buy something because it was on sale you know the secret don't you when customers walk through their favorite department store this holiday season and see that they have a marked down 40 percent sign they'll think they're getting a bargain the truth is retailers are misleading their customers they're not marking down anything they've already marked the prices up from the minimum margins they need to make a profit so don't feel the urge to buy something just because it's on sale when it's on sale really what it is is it's just the normal price i mean you're still getting it lower than what you would when they first had it there 
but that's only because they drive up the price when the demand is higher. And then when they're trying to get rid of it, they just lower it down to, they're still making money. All kinds of money. Well, yeah, of course they're still making scam. money. It's all a scam. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is when you see a sale sign that says uh, up to 50% off. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, well, that could be 5%. 0.5% off yeah. to, to 50%. Yeah. I wonder how much my thing is going to be percent off. Exactly. Like, the one <laughs> thing that you want. Yeah. That is actually labeled fifty percent off is still going to cost you five hundred dollars. It's like the expired <laughs> cash register, cash register candy. That's fifty percent off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I know, uh, Toys R Us when they were closing down, mm-hmm. uh, we went to to Lubbock to the one there because they were doing their big. Uh, it was like up to seventy percent off. Well, I go there and like everything that was good and interesting and things that I'd want, like collectibles or anything like that, was still were like ten percent off or yeah. full price. Yeah, like ten percent off at the most. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can save a dollar. Thanks. Right. This <laughs> almost seems you, like a slap you, in the face. Do you want us to buy this stuff from you or not? Yeah. Do you want to take it with you? Well, um. I don't know where you're going, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. We kind of touched on this already. The low fat, low fat craze has been a scam from the beginning because to take out the fat, but still have flavor, they just pump it full of more sugar. Low fat and low sugar are two completely different things. Yep. And I remember, uh, I think it was Frasier, a fra- episode of Frasier where they ended an episode with, uh, Marty, the dad, and uh, Frazier and Niles all laughing over having uh, some reduced fat Oreos. And reduced fat, that means we can have twice as many. And I remember having that mentality when I was a kid. Like there was uh, Snack Wells, which they still have, yeah. Snack Wells cookies. There's one that I really like. It's like a devil's food cake, marshmallow-covered, chocolate-dipped thing. It's so dang good. And I thought, these are like healthy almost. And they're in a green box. <laughs> And they're oh my low gosh. fat. And they're low fat. It's all true. <laughs> they are not low fat. No. They are just as unhealthy as any other cookie on that aisle. But that would justify me eating that entire box. I mean, there's only like 10 in the box. But I would eat the whole thing. I'm like, eh, low fat, right? It's a scam, guys. That's why none of us ever lose any weight. Because we're just being lied to by all the healthy, quote-unquote, things that are out there. Because none of them are healthy. (laughs) Your milk ain't healthy. Your organic food ain't healthy. Nothing's healthy. I'm disappointed right now. Uh, Oh, we just talked about this. Closing sales. Closing sales uh, signs can draw us in. Before you hand over any cash, make sure you're getting a good deal by comparing prices to similar products elsewhere. Stores will sometimes announce that they're having a closing sale and a bid to get rid of last season's stock without ever changing the prices. Miraculously, though, their clothing sales make enough money for them to bounce back from going broke and packing up shop. We have a a uh, furniture store in this town that has done this three times that i'm aware of yeah is it still the same like each time they change the name but it's still the same owners really yes (laughs) 
it is the same people owning it. All they do is slap up a new sign. There's something else going on there then. <laughs> They're like, we're going out of business. Buy all our stuff. And they sell everything out. And then a week later, there's a new sign and a full stock again. <laughs> And, and then, then they six do it months again later, yep. yeah. <laughs> you say for the last three years, I tell you, when we first moved here eight years ago, that's where we bought our furniture from, and they were doing it then. No, I said it's, they've done it at least three times oh, okay. in the last few years. Okay, sorry. I, uh, I misheard you. Yeah. Yeah, about eight years ago sounds about right when they did that first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were skiing back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, hidden uh, hidden commercials. Certain TV shows get paid to feature specific products on their programs, like The Doctor, or even the the most classic example of this is The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. It is a 100% commercial. That's all it is. It's one long commercial. You're right. <laughs> Some may know that TV shows should be considered entertainment. Others do not. These kinds of TV shows should acknowledge when a product or brand being discussed on the show is linked to an advertiser. We encourage viewers of these shows to embrace skepticism and to recognize that not every TV show or movie is completely innocent. Now, say, when we go to, like, the doctors, we go to, like, Dr. Oz, those are the biggest offenders. Dr. Oz has been called out multiple times for hyping a product as some sort of, like, medical advice. It's like a, a healthy thing that you should take. And people believe it on his face because he is a doctor. The show's yeah. called Dr. Oz. He's like the only doctor in all the world. I'd have rather have him giving us the, the weekly updates on COVID. Right. <laughs> Give us Dr. Oz, not Dr. Fauci. Right. I bet people would believe him more. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's a TV personality and we just believe TV personalities mm-hmm. until they win the presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that, he's been called out so many times for hawking garbage products uh, and it coming off as medical advice. <sighs> Don't watch those shows, guys. My mother, mom, if you're listening, stop watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this is one that, that uh, a lot of us fall for. It started back with wrestling. Wrestling originally presented itself as not fake as genuine storylines genuine okay hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on topher (laughs) i need you to listen cover your ears no 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 no. (laughs) open them listen listen linda all right go ahead continue matt mom why would he hit the manager over the head with a chair and it'd be fake there's no way. <laughs> I love you, Topher. <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> but no, okay, they've given up that facade, uh, especially since um, WWE came out with their own network because they started producing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff right. and started having you know the wrestlers actually talk about their character and how matches went wrong and all this. I mean... We say fake. It's not fake. It's staged. Let's put staged. it that way. That's the word. Everything you know, the the winner is picked, but the matches are real. Some things are done in a way to you know protect their their safety, but it still dang hurts what they're doing. Um, but 
now we see trash talk on, of course, reality TV, but combat sports, MMA, boxing in particular, most of that stuff is fabricated as well to make a story seem more compelling and get people to tune in to watch. Uh, I remember being uh, pulled in by this with the Ronda Rousey versus um, Holly, Holm. Holly Holm match, which Holly Holm, preacher's daughter from Albuquerque. I mm-hmm. mean, just a hometown hero kind of person. And Ronda Rousey, loudmouth, brash, uh, egotistical. And like we were all, all of us New Mexicans here just like ready for Rhonda to get her mouth punched in. <laughs> and it's we because were. they built that up, that trash talk back and forth uh, for that match. I didn't even care about, you know, uh, UFC at all before that match. You but I was before, or you on. Did for that match, though. But I was ready <laughs> for that match. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's how they, that's how they draw it in. If it's just a, you know, if it's just a, let's see who wins. Just uh, who's better at this coming up this, this Saturday, who can fight the bestest? No one's going to, you know, that's not a, that's not a pull. You need to have an emotional investment in the fighters. You want to see someone get their lights punched out, or you want to see some underdog finally, uh, overthrow this villain or this long-lived champion heel or whatever. And that's the same thing that wrestling does. I think this is all stupid. <laughs> I mean, good on them for people figuring out how our brains work. But for Pete's sake, why do I not have more control of myself? <laughs> These are my favorite things to do with you when... <laughs> When you realize a lot of things about your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, dang it. They probably are friends and everything. They probably got dinner afterwards <laughs> together. Probably. Oh, we're a bunch of chumps. We, we all got a house full of people that are <laughs> We had a bunch of we had a bunch of people there for we that. We are even local New Mexicans and we were like Holy Yes. And she won that thing too, and we just we lost it. Yeah. We were all excited, jumping up out of chairs. Where is she now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Match is over. The story's gone. Yeah, I don't mean. <laughs> Ronda Rousey got sad and went to uh, went to WWE. And yet, for a somehow, while. Ronda still won. Like she is the name. We oh, all yeah. know she's what name. she's yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on Twitch now. She's a Twitch streamer. That's oh, what she does. Goodness. She makes a lot of money too. <laughs> Holly, we need to come back. Holly, but that's the other funny thing. Holly had been around a long time before Ronda Rousey too. Like I remember um, seeing like billboards for Holly Holm like ten years before I ever heard the name Ronda Rousey for having like local fights mm-hmm. in Albuquerque. So I mean, she'd been around a while. So that's why I was really pulling for her. I'm like, she deserves this. <laughs> but of course, you know, we also just have basic reality TV, which almost none of it no, is reality. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Mo doesn't want to believe this. Zip your lip. <laughs> Anybody who's watching The Bachelorette with me right now, you know how real <laughs> this all is. It's not. Ain't nobody even stood a chance aside from Dale. Every other dude shouldn't have even showed up. Dale was the only one. The second he walked out. <laughs> There she is, Claire, in all of her old bachelorette glory. 
He's my husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever watch a show called The Joe Schmo Show? No. That Spike <gasps> TV put on? Maybe I did. Where they had one guy who thought he was in a reality show competition and everybody else were actors? Mm. The name sounds familiar. Okay. So, yeah, what it was, I think the guy's name was Matt, too. Um, <laughs> and, <I> figure. <laughs> but, yeah, they had a whole bunch of actors, a bunch of, like, C-celebrities, C-list celebrities or whatever, uh, people that nobody knew, nobody really knew of that weren't, you know, they'd never been on TV or anything. Um, they all had their own character based on classic reality TV character tropes, you know, you've seen throughout the thing. And then they had him. Uh, as a part of this, and it was a, you're living in this house, you do challenges every day, sometimes you win immunity, but you vote people out at the end of the day. And so they had it all planned out to where he was going to win, but they had all these twists and turns. They put him through all kinds of heck through the show, made him, like, you know, he, you know, he got connected with all these people like he connected with all these people as characters like it was a real thing and they were all acting and so you saw as the show went on you know they'd be you know in their little interviews behind the scenes you know they'd be talking about you know how as it went on how hard it is to lie to this guy Mm -hmm. and how heartbreaking this is going to be when it gets to the the big reveal at the end uh where at the end they don't let him win they like he doesn't win. And it comes this whole crash down thing where the bad guy of the group who managed to cling on to this whole thing got to win. And then it was a trick, you know, and then they give him the money and reveal the whole thing. But the, just that was the most compelling, quote unquote, reality show I've ever seen. Yeah. Because, you know, that kind of stuff, those little influences happen all the time. But yeah. now they're kind of putting you behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun stuff. Manufactured things all the time. All of it. Uh, reality TV is real. It's the, bachelor, the Bachelor contestants, they're already married. Before you even see the show, before you even think they met, they've already been dating. And they're just going through the motions. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be kind of awkward. If they are already married, but you got to pretend to make out with all these other guys <laughs> for the entire length of the show. That would be and really like, this bad. Is, this is a bad beginning so really for our marriage. So really what the, the show is, is let's see if your marriage can withstand. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, gosh. that you know, I guarantee you that's a, a show already somewhere. Wasn't that a show? Wasn't Temptation Island? Temptation Island, Island. yeah. Where they were couples already, and it was, yep. a, oh my gosh, I remember that. That was the worst oh. idea for a reality show ever. I remember thinking. Let's ruin families. Why not? I, I remember thinking back then, this is the bottom of humanity. <laughs> oh, how naive I was. Like, this is where decency dies. Nope. We can go so much lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get witch, get witch, get witch quick queens. Oh, yeah. Get rich quick schemes. We've, you know, we've talked about those all the time. The teas and the uh, other things. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the one that Mo's currently a part of, but she's not doing it to get rich quick. I'm just doing it to get free fingernails. <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> Mo. That, uh, okay. 
I'm with you on this one. You know this one? Yeah. The truth is the value of diamonds is way overestimated. Before the uber-successful marketing campaign known as Diamonds Are Forever, Americans only occasionally exchange engagement rings. The The demand for diamonds is actually just a marketing ploy because diamonds aren't rare at all. But only by carefully restricting the supply have diamond companies kept the price of diamonds high. We covet diamonds for one simple reason. The companies that stand to profit from diamond sales decided that we should. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Action figures. Action figures were, were uh, it's a term. The term is the scam. Action figure? Action figure was a term created to sell dolls to boys. Mm-hmm. They're just dolls. Yeah. <laughs> But because it has the word action in it, They're well, now cool. it's a now it's a now we can put it in blue packaging. <laughs> yeah, not green because we don't want for not anybody green. to mistakenly think for a that healthy. They're healthy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we won't do that one. Oh, okay, pink washing. This is a big one that I learned about recently. Yeah, uh, that bummed me out. Susan G. Komen, uh-huh. which is a name you are probably familiar with, yeah. uh, with Breast, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, originally known as the Susan, Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation, is the largest breast cancer organization. I can't even say breast without being awkward. <laughs> this is a Christian server. Uh, <laughs> organization. Human body part, uh, Matthew. There are other things that are human body parts that are also awkward to say. Mm. Let's list them all now. No. Organization in the U.S. Uh, in recent years, though, there has been some criticism because the corporation allegedly only gives 20% of their donations to cancer research while the rest goes to the CEO. Or the company itself, really. It's tremendous overhead is what I'm saying. What you give, every dollar that you give to Susan G. Komen, which at this point is really only like... Most of it's like a fraction of a purchase that you make somewhere already. So, like, if you spend a dollar at a store on a, you know, pink-colored thing, 10% of that goes to Susan G. Komen. And then of that 10%, two of those percent actually go to funding cancer research. That's really quite sad. Quite a bummer. Uh, aside from the fact that the foundation is making loads of cash off this gullible, good intention, millions of people, companies are making money through the practice of selling breast cancer related products. And while they claim to care about the cause, they're really just looking to profit. In fact, there are quite a few pink colored breast cancer awareness things that are essentially only pink to be pink. Like this isn't actually going to fund anything. We're just raising awareness that it's a thing. Like, who doesn't know that it's a thing at this right. point? Uh, the other thing that I learned is that nowadays it's pink, it's a uh, prostate cancer that is the most deadly cancer. Mm-hmm. You never hear about that. Never hear about a month about that. Don't even know what color that is. No, because people feel more un- uncomfortable <laughs> saying prostate than they do breast, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's become, it's become a fashion almost as opposed to an actual cause, which is kind of what happened with that, um, those yellow bracelets. 
Uh-huh. For um, live strong, live strong. Yeah, live strong bracelets. They become a fashion statement. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that guy. What was his name? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong uh, admitted to doing steroids. So you didn't even have to tell races. that part of the story. And then that thing died out really quickly after that. <laughs> uh, all right, I've, I've touted this for a long time. Oil changes. What about oil changes? It's a scam that most people fall for, especially those who don't know their cars very well. There's definitely no doubt that you should keep up with the maintenance on your vehicle if you want to last for a long time. And while it's important to get your oil changed every so often, there's no need to get it changed every 3,000 miles. That is excessive Check the vehicle's manual. Most likely, it'll recommend that you change your oil when the car has reached well over 3,000 miles. In fact, most oil that you get is rated for up to 15,000 miles. So can I tell you something? Yeah. This is like a debate that Chris and I have had all 15 years of our marriage. Yeah. But just understand something, okay? I bought I bought and paid for my very first car okay. with my graduation money. Okay. Okay. Myself paid for the darn thing myself. <laughs> and my dad at the time worked at a junkyard and he brought this car home that he said he had refurbished and completely redone and was safe to drive and 100% reliable. And I drove the thing for two days and the engine blew up. Blew up? Blew up <laughs> on the side of the road. The engine blew up. <laughs> now, my dad said well, what did you do? And I said, I didn't do anything. I was driving the car. Well, were there any lights on? Well, yeah, there was this little light on the dashboard that looked like an oil can. Well, that means your oil needed to be changed. Okay, you just had the thing at the junkyard two days ago. You didn't change the oil then? So I have gone my entire life thinking that when that oil light comes on, you better change that oil. <laughs> Otherwise, your engine is going to blow. <laughs> and so for 15 years since Chris and I have been married, he's been saying it's just a suggestion. It's just there to remind you that, hey... You might be coming up yeah. pretty soon on time to change your oil, but you actually have much longer. And I'm like, the heck I do. <laughs> My car blew up on the side of the road. Thank you very much. I waited just two days <laughs> and it exploded. Ask me, ask me if I got my money back or if I got another car. The answer to both is no. <laughs> Scam by my own dad. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is funny. Uh, okay, there's, there's a whole lot more of these. Um, but we're out of time, so we're not going to read any more. <laughs> I think we're all sufficiently... Uh, depressed we are uh, we are <laughs> how much we've been scammed it is monday it though so <laughs> oh yeah we're, we're gonna get much more depressed this week i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna take one more break don't go anywhere because when we come back we'll share our latest twitter poll around tomorrow's election more back row morning show to come stick around What's up, everybody? It's Station Manager Matt, and this is Five Not Cool Things. Number 21. When the imposter in a game of Among Us quits the game when people start voting for him instead of letting the game just play out. Come on, man. Number 22. 
Radio DJs that are way too obsessed with the time. It's 7.29 on this Wednesday morning in the land of enchantment. 7.30 and it's cold out there. Let's toss it over to Mary for our news and weather at 7.31. Mary! I mean, they are so obsessed. Not only do they tell you what time it is, but they tell you what time it is not. Well, we're nearing 7.32. Let's take some calls. I mean, gosh, my car has a clock in it, folks. So does my office. So does my phone. So does my everywhere I'd be listening to the radio. Number 23, how Lysol kills 99.9% of germs, but it's the remaining 0.1% that are the most dangerous. Number 24, trying to take the twisty tie off of a loaf of bread, but not knowing which way to untwist it, because no matter which way you go, it seems like you're tightening it more. And 25, when my alarm is set for 7 o'clock, but I get woken up 10 minutes before it goes off. It feels like such a betrayal, stupid bladder. You couldn't have waited a few more minutes? What a ripoff. Those are five not cool things. Do you know what is cool? Love Thy Nerd streams on Twitch nearly every single night for several hours. You can come along, watch along, laugh along, chat with the guys playing. Uh, it's a good old time. Go to twitch.com slash lovethynerd. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. But first, with Election Day just one sleep away, we took to Twitter and asked our listeners, when do you think we'll know the results of the presidential election? All right, so we gave you four options. Election night, baby. Election morning, or I'm sorry, early morning on November 4th, the day after the election. Several days after Tuesday, or January or later. Those are your four options. I'm going to say C several days after. That was the number one. 40.9% uh, of people. And uh, then we had 323 D. votes in this. So 40%, 41%. And B after D. that? No, uh, after that was uh, election night. Oh. People think. Which is still a possibility. No, I if think there's, people... If there's a landslide one way or another... I like don't if think Trump there's going to be a landslide one way or another. I honestly don't know what's going to happen, but we'll talk about more of that tomorrow. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, they said election night, uh, 29% said that. Uh, number three was January or later, which, oh, Lord, please no. I know. <laughs> I can't. I cannot take the limbo and the court cases and everything else. Ugh. I really just wanted a fed of answer. I really don't care which way it goes. <laughs> just want an answer. And lastly, early morning on November 4th. I feel like that might be most likely. Or at least second most likely. I bet several days after Tuesday is most likely. But I think election, I mean, the, the morning after the election is the second most likely. I'm just not expecting anything that has been common in the past. Because why would that be in 2020? <laughs> Everyone, uh, one of the things that people have speculated, uh, given both the, you know, outrage around President Trump and then like the age and kind of declining mental faculties around Joe Biden, that question has been posed more this year than any that I remember in any elections past of what happens if one of these two dies before Election Day? Like is either taken out or just dies of old age or covid you know there is no real rule of what we do then mm -hmm. before the election happens that has happened in a past election which one I, I, we'll talk about it tomorrow okay i don't remember that 
It's not when we were alive. I'm Absolutely yeah, not. Long it's time not when ago. We were alive. <laughs> but there's like nothing. To, there's no specific rule. It's not like Kamala just takes over. And she gets all of Biden's votes that have already been cast. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with. Well, I mean, Pence would be sworn in as president, but then what happens with election day? Like, what was an inauguration day? Does Biden just take it at that point, whether he won or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a big question mark. Yep. Hopefully that doesn't happen between today and tomorrow, because <laughs> that will be an even bigger mess. Right. <laughs> but again, it's 2020. It's 2020. Can't rule anything out. Right. Not wishing that on either of them. Just saying. Can't rule it out. All right, Mo, let's end with our verse for the day before we get ourselves in trouble. Oh, yeah. Verse for the day is Psalm 9, 9. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash give and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you. Mm-hmm. And, and don't give up if you can't find it right away. Follow us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. It's been a long time since you've put in some sort of no context whatsoever <laughs> Uh, line that's going to confuse everybody not in this room right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you go to choose... Mo tried to find it, and it wouldn't come up for her right away, and yeah. then it eventually came up. So I guess if that happens... Don't give up. Keep searching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, late, la, la, late, lastly. Lastly. Yeah, lastly. Just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, now on Amazon Podcasts, which is a new thing that they're doing. We're on all four of those now. Subscribe, rate five stars, leave a review, something along the lines of, I love it! We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central Time with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. Don't get fooled again. (laughs) Remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. (laughs) 